Welcome back to the Man Catholic Podcast. I'm Steve Priest. I'm Thomas Wirtz. And I'm Brock Martin. Today, we are talking about how not to forget the toilet seat. This time. All right, guys. Toilet seat. Major issue. Come on. You in ever a walked into household. the... Yes. Well, generally speaking. Yeah. So now, I think a lot of times men are told to lift up the toilet seat, right? So that you don't you don't pee on it. And how many times have you walked into a bathroom and there's piss all over the seat? Well, yeah, you, have, you have lots of boys. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about at the office. Oh, at the office. Yeah. This just more got than, real. Dang. More than once. That's great. So we're talking outside of the, outside of the home as well. We're talking yeah, at so. workplaces. So, so lift up the toilet seat so you don't pee on it. But you know what? This might get too personal, but in my household, I forget <laughs> to put it back down, which also causes yes. a problem mm-hmm. because if the ladies are not paying attention, they're that the quick, toilet they got to go real bad. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a little dunk. <laughs> it's uh, It doesn't lead to good things either. So this whole topic that we're talking about today is not just about toilet seats, yeah. but about etiquette in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think men, we, we sometimes <laughs> don't pay attention to how we act and we act or we act as if we're just in a locker room. And yep. even though you don't want to pee on the seat for your teammates in a locker room, it, locker room's a different place than if you're in an environment, especially with female companions, friends, spouses, well, one spouse each, but you know what I mean. So yeah, I think it's good for us to think about how do we act? How do we, how do we um, carry ourselves? And we've done that in various episodes. I yep. think goes to go back and look through some of those, but I think this is in particular some of those, some of those forgotten ones. And so it, it can be very frustrating when you're in the airport, when you're in the office, and a guy hasn't lifted the toilet seat and you got to sit down. Right. Yep. So it's, it's very simple to lift it up to Steve's point though. There's a principle too, of when we're in a situation where it's co-ed, how do we think of the female, the feminine genius, right? right? And how do we care for them, honor them? And it's very simple to lift the seat down. Not to, yeah. There's a chance they sit down and they don't realize, and they realize the seat wasn't down and they slip and they get wet. <laughs> but it's, it's also just the care and concern of, I'm going to put this down so they don't have to. Right. Well, I think that's the whole point about etiquette, right? Is about caring about our brothers and sisters where we actually have forethought yep. and, and it comes out in this act of love, this act of charity, this act of respect. And that's, that's, I think we've called it etiquette as a culture, as a society, but I, I think, gosh, it goes even so far beyond that about just caring for one another as brothers and sisters, whether or not we know them or whether or not they're strangers yeah. in the airport. Totally. It, it honestly, it reminds me a lot of the conversation we had a couple months ago with Father Mike Schmitz, where he said, uh, for men in particular, reject passivity, embrace responsibility. And there's something about being a man that necessitates that we embrace that responsibility, that we're actually not just thinking about ourselves and what we need. But yeah. Thomas, to your point, we, we've got the foresight to think about the way that I'm carrying myself, the, the kind of the, the shoulders I'm rubbing with the other people whose lives are intersecting with mine. And I'm now aware of how I'm impacting them and I'm making intentional choices to try to make it easier for them, try to make it better for them. Uh, because at the end of the day, we're ambassadors of Christ. Like we owe this to our identity as disciples of Jesus mm-hmm. to practice etiquette, to think about others, to embrace responsibility in those aspects. Uh, so whether it's the toilet seat, you know, whether it's holding the door open for the ladies, uh, even things like firm handshakes and eye contact. I think uh, those are all Mm -hmm. a a part of Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous podcast, Dr. John Cudabeck, good friend of of Focus, wrote a tremendous book on friendship, teaches philosophy at Christendom College. And he had taught a couple etiquette courses for us. And he makes this point where etiquette's important for two reasons from a philosophical standpoint. One, um, our interior disposition often is expressed through our exterior actions. Mm. We're pissed. We throw something, Mm -hmm. for example. 
Maybe <laughs> that's an example of how that could play out. The other is our, our exterior actions actually also help shape our interior dispositions, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm cognizant of what I'm doing on the exterior, on the um, outside in my actions, then it actually does help shape what's going on, on the inside. So that's, a, I think another reason why etiquette is really important in what we do. It honors people. It teaches us how to be considerate and it also actually sharpens us on the inside. I love that. I think, you know, all of us, uh, you know, Steve, Thomas, myself, we're trying to live as Jesus's missionaries in our parishes, obviously working for focus. Um, but to what you just said, I think there's something super important there because your ability to witness to the gospel is going to be so much more powerful if you carry yourself with etiquette than if you're just a jerk who's not considerate of other people. And so there's actually a, a just a matter of us being effective in our call to be Jesus's disciples, Jesus's missionaries in this world that necessitates that we pay attention to this stuff. And I love the point, though, that what I'm doing, how I'm carrying myself, my external actions, that can actually be a way to help form my interior disposition. If I'm mm-hmm. struggling with certain vices, it's it's encouraging to know that me acting a certain way mm-hmm. to try to live with charity and this etiquette and this foresight can actually have an impact on my interior life. Mm-hmm. You are spot on there, Brock. I was um, in a confession maybe earlier this summer and confessing a certain struggle and vice that I I had and the the priest which one was it yeah don't worry about it and the priest (laughs) gave some fantastic advice he said enter into service start serving those around you and i think what you just mentioned is spot on with that that by participating in a certain outward activity can help the inward reality i love that there are so many ways that we can encounter opportunities for etiquette recently i was opening the door it was at a grocery store wherever it was i opened the door for some ladies and their reaction went like this oh thank you and i was caught off guard by their oh because that told me in that instant this doesn't happen to them very often right they don't get treated like this. Or they didn't think you had the capacity to hold the door open long <laughs> enough. It was a big door, Thomas. It was huge and oak. That's true, though. I, it was I'm a sure small it was. glass door. But no, it, I think that's a yep, yep, sad yep. reality, no, yeah, is yeah. that many women don't get the doors held for them by strangers anymore. Maybe on a date. Yep. Maybe a first date. But what about a stranger? And I think we have the opportunity as men to lead the way there and to start just opening the doors for ladies. Here's another etiquette that drives me crazy, and this comes through text because there's etiquette in text messaging too. Do you guys ever get the response of the letter K in your text? Only from you. I never do it because I think it is so like disrespectful that like instead I can't of okay like I, instead right. of something else that I'm like I am going all the <laughs> way down to one letter. I think that is such a lack of dis a lack of respect, excuse me, and a lack of etiquette and just texting like the letter K blows my mind why that is acceptable mm-hmm. to us as just a simple etiquette piece in texting. It brings out probably a whole different topic. Of just, just just for the listeners, Brock is nodding his head in somewhat disagreement <laughs> over here. I'm trying to get my head around it because it doesn't bother me the way that it bothers you, but I, I think it I see what you're saying. It strikes at my soul. The principle that you'd agree with, right? It's like oh, just for that sure. I, for I sure. don't take the, the time to actually respond in any significant way, but I wonder, yeah, there's a, we could go down a rabbit hole on that. So the door, we mentioned that. We mentioned the toilet seat. So just real quickly, guys, lift it up if you're doing number one and you're standing. And then if you're in a co-ed environment, put the seat back down. 
right when yes. you're done. Yes, that's it. you or, should you should stand when you go number one. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, just that, clarifying. That caught me off guard too. Yes, <laughs> you should do that, or clean it up if you make a mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would, yes, worst case scenario. Because sometimes that happens. Now, obviously, there's there's etiquette with with dining, and that that's a whole class of what what do you do, how do you do it? Don't put your arm, elbows on the table. Yeah, put the napkin down when you sit. That that's kind of what we're talking about, but. But there's a lot of ways. Figure out how to do proper dining etiquette, gentlemen. Mm. You know, and yeah. don't eat with, don't talk with your mouth full, kind of stuff. But there's other other things that just even around the house. So let's say whether you're married or you live with guys, you live with roommates, and you're single. Some some other etiquettes. Another thing that I think is really important is if you're cooking in the kitchen to clean up. Yep. Right. Even if you're making toast, do don't dishes. leave crumbs on the on the counter. Yep. Wipe wipe that off. I think it's a great practice. It's not necessarily an etiquette thing, but it could be. No, of, I yeah, think it don't is. leave dishes in the sink. No, like, yeah, I, I don't. I totally think it is. Well, I then mean, I, I can get with. I can get behind you on that because that's a rule we have in our house. When I was living with guys, that was our rule: don't live, don't leave dishes in the sink. And I think it. To your point, it probably is. I think a good it's etiquette. total etiquette because it's. We're again, what we're getting at is respect of our brothers and yeah, sisters, right? I'm, I'm with that. And if we are leaving dishes in the sink, we are saying this isn't worth my time; it's worth someone else's. And time. if you need that dish or you need the sink or something like, else, luck. too too bad. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's an awesome quote from Mother Teresa where she says, "Wash the dishes not because it's dirty." nor because you're told to wash it, but because you love the person who will use it next. And I think that just sums up what you're saying. Which is what we're getting at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that, that can come through the form of roommates and dishes or texting and friends or email etiquette or phone call etiquette and returning phone calls. I mean, this, this, what we're talking about can come through all sorts of different forms. And what we're getting at is again, the outward charity that we want to show those in our life. Because if you're living alone, leave the toilet seat up all the time. I don't care. I mean, that's up to you. There's no there's no real etiquette needed if you live alone and you're the only one who uses the toilet, right? Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about is the impact that your actions have on those around you. The other th another piece kind of going to I think we hit on this in other episodes in different ways with the interaction with women and and you text women individually and but one thing I, I see a lot of guys doing is the way they they physically touch women in the opposite sex, you know, full on hugs. Dude, we talked about this. You can just ring a bell. Well, I'll, I'll remind everyone then just some etiquette too is I think it's important to, to not fully squeeze girls or, or touch them in different ways. The sh rub the shoulders, kind of squeeze around the waist and stuff. And just be very, very careful how we, personal space. how we touch mm -hmm. in personal space. You know, and I think that's, that's, that's part of it. Even, even with other men that we meet too, I mean, you mentioned firm handshake, like, so how we touch, how we greet is really important. In fact, the, the, the older etiquette was that you never, as a man, you never extend your hand to a female to shake their hand. They always initiate as the female because they, not because they're initiators, but because they are the ones that hold how they want to be um, basically touched, how they want to be honored and greeted. Right. So if they don't feel comfortable shaking your hand, you don't reach out, right? Yep. You wait for them to show you how they want to be greeted by you. And I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And it makes sense in some sense, right? A, a lady would, depending on how she feels about you, want to shake your hand or not. And you respect that. And, and so I think there's something to that that we should think about. And that's not how our culture operates and some etiquette is cultural, but I think there is a principle in there that I think is significant of we want to make sure that as we greet people, they feel, they feel comfortable. And I don't want to say safe space because that's a term that's crazy, but but actually they want to feel safe and honored by how we interact with them. I think the honor is what I was getting at as you were talking. That that's the word that was coming to my mind too. A way that affirms them but honors them, honors their dignity as a son or daughter of God. And that that's really like the overarching principle of all etiquette, right? It's to sit back and say, how can I how can I enter into this situation 
with the other person in mind, not just myself or the next person in line, not just myself? How can I leave what I'm using looking better than when I received it? And again, back to that great quote from Father Mike Schmitz. I think that is the definition of embracing responsibility. There's, there's other other situations too, and even in the office time where washing my hands and there's water all over the counter. And that, that may or may not be an etiquette thing, but I think this is of the same vein of being attentive to others. And you know, if, if I'm in the right state of mind, meaning I actually want to be virtuous, as I dry my hands off, I'll try to then wipe down some of the sink. So a guy doesn't lean over, wash his hands, and gets that, you know, you get that watermark right mm, on your crotch, or that, that part right on the pants that's at the, at the counter height. Looks like something really bad happened in there. So, so just being attentive to that, picking up trash if picking a guy trash. Threw, I was just thinking that too. I mean, whether it be um, paper towels in the bathroom. Yep, so, yep. okay, so you got to wash your hands again or whatever, if you're worried about that. Or even just picking up trash in the parking lot or on a walk or in the neighborhood. I'm, yep. you know, for some reason, that's always a big deal to me as well. It's just because if we don't pick that up, no one else is going to, yep. or, or someone else will. And <laughs> you blew your chance to do good, you know, and to, to serve someone else so that they don't have to. So there, uh, yeah, I think that's another great opportunity for that. Have, have you guys heard of, it's the shopping cart theory. There's like this, I, I'd have to look it up, but there's no. some sociological study that was done on culture and whether or not the people in that culture return their shopping carts in the parking lot. To the cart corral. To the cart, to the cart corral. What do you do? What do you do? I, after reading this, I try to put it back every time. Oh, I, totally I, I don't do. know where what, else do you put it? Well, which one? Too. A lot of people just leave it. When's the like, last time you in went to the grocery cars? store? All the time I see them. Terrible. Every time I go to the grocery store, there's, there's a lot of that. Yeah. There should be a massive fine for that. Um, I, well, I don't disagree, but <laughs> misdemeanor. No, no. So federal but, prison <laughs> <laughs> might be slightly extreme, but um, no, this theory was, was talking about, and, and I don't know which one of you mentioned us as men kind of leading the way here, but there's something about if that, sociological study is true and this is you know this is a a microcosm of culture to do something that a there's there's really no consequences right if you just leave your shopping cart you're a jerk but there's no consequences to you and there's really very few circumstances where you couldn't put the shopping cart away like if there's an emergency obviously you're going to get in the car as fast as you can but to be able to do something to do the right thing when there's no recognition and there's really no consequences for not doing the right thing uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting thought, right? That, that, you know, next time you're at the grocery store and you're finished loading up the groceries, what do you, what's your first thought with the cart? Like, what? I think that's exactly this, this ac- great example of what we're trying to talk about. Like put the cart back for the sake of the guy working that has to get the carts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the other people that then need them, right? If, if you're leaving them all over the place, that guy takes longer to get carts in. And then maybe there's not a cart there for the old lady that walks in because you're an ass and you didn't freaking put the cart back, right? Yeah. Pick yeah. up the toilet seat. Don't pee on it, right? It's the same idea. And so I think that's a great example of, of being attentive to these little things, whether it's putting something back the way it was supposed to be because you used it at a, at a store or at the mall. I don't know. There's lots of different examples of it. Or if you're at Costco and you get the pizza, maybe there's a certain thing where you know, you're messing around with the napkin container and there's whatever. Like, Just be attentive so that it's, it's in a better place. Whatever it is that you're using, well, it's interesting. Costco I mean, pizza, by the way. yeah, of course. Price, the hot yeah. dog and the soda. What is it? Dollar <laughs> fifty for both of those? Oh, yeah. I don't want to lose money. So when I think about a lack of etiquette, when I when I lack etiquette, I am in that moment, and this is a self reflection, more 
considerate of myself than others, right? I'm thinking way more about what I need to accomplish in that moment or the time that I'm losing by wiping up the countertop or whatever it is than the next person. I'm more concerned with self than others. And so it's etiquette is selflessness. Lack of etiquette is selfishness. And so what we are sharing with all of our listeners today is think outside yourself. Start thinking about others and you can actually serve others without them even knowing it. Yep. You know, just for the good of them. No recognition, no positive consequence. No one needs to know. You know, the ladies that I held the door open for, great. Like I didn't get anything out of that. I guess maybe a kind thank you, but mm-hmm. Maybe it made their day a little bit better. Um, Maybe picking up the trash. I certainly didn't get, you know, we don't win anything over for that. But it's just doing the right thing is becoming selfless as men and we're more service oriented. What would you guys have done to this? This happened where my trash, the big trash cans, right, that you put on the street once a week and they get picked up. So Wednesday mornings, my trash had just gotten picked up. I think I was walking out towards them and there's a dude walking his dog and I see him, he picks it up in a little baggie and I see as I'm kind of coming around, he drops the bag of dog poop in my completely empty trash can. So I was like, hey, do you mind getting that out of my trash can? He's like, oh yeah, sorry. So he picks it out because my thought, I'm like, there's dog poop now. It's going to be in my trash can for a whole week at the bottom. Maybe it falls out in my trash can because he didn't tie it in a knot. I don't know if that's an etiquette thing or not, but in my mind, that was bad etiquette on his part. I'm yeah. really glad he picked it up. I think I think that's in where the I'm first starting. place. I'm tired of seeing just poop. Oh everywhere. well, that's one example. Of I don't really know. Bad that, that doesn't bother me too much. I mean, I'm not in love with my trash can so much that I'm just in love with people not smelling like it. Dog I just crap don't want the dog trash out out on the that's sidewalk true. I'm glad where it's I'm stepping in. Hundred percent. I do think that was poor etiquette on his part. Yeah, he could have done better. I mean, what dog owners are supposed to do is pick it up with the baggie and then bring it home to their own little yeah. trash can or a public trash can. Yeah, yeah. It's probably poor etiquette to use someone else's trash can, but I am so glad. That's when true. People actually just and he did up. get it out of my trash can, so it wasn't like a stooge about it. And it's not like we had a brawl or anything. I was like, hey, "Do you mind getting that out?" I mean, you you're, you're a pretty dude. scary looking dude, though, Thomas. <laughs> if we're going to be honest, I would have, I would have been quick. To <laughs> okay, okay. I got too. a thought. I know we're kind of running out of time. I I know you too, and I trust you, and and I myself am trying to live this way. Many of the guys listening to this show are naturally going to be fairly courteous, treat others most. Our listeners are great men. Yes, unbelievable men. I'm kind of reminded of when we talked about uh, the Good Samaritan a couple Mm -hmm. months ago. And I I think a good litmus test for etiquette is when you are serving people or trying to be concerned with people that you wouldn't naturally get along with. So like your example of holding the door open for the ladies at the grocery store, you know, I don't want to caricature or make a stereotype, but if there's somebody who I'm very clearly ideologically opposed to on many things, you know, a lady who... I can just tell we disagree on everything by the way she's presenting herself. Mm-hmm. Am I naturally inclined to hold the door open and smile for her? If there is somebody who, who I don't know, is treating me like garbage in traffic or, you know, people in the, in the shopping center who are cutting me off and, and all that stuff. Do like, we just do this when it's easy? Exactly. Is what you're is saying. That, that's, and that, that's and, the question. And there's a great challenge to do this even when it's hard and when it's hardest, right, for our enemies. And that's what the Lord tells us in the gospel. And so we can do it for strangers, and that's one thing. But, yeah, to do it for a certain group. I mean, we're all probably picturing them in our heads right now. I've got mine. And, yeah, that's certainly harder. It's harder to do that. But mm-hmm. but that's the call of true charity, 
yep. right, is to go beyond the discomfort, um, to embrace that discomfort and to even love and serve your enemies. Hmm. I love it. Yeah, this is great. I mean, it, etiquette, it's much more than the toilet seat. It's much more than the door. It's, it's uh, living in such a way where we show honor and respect and we're challenged to love in all the little ways. And so I think it's, you know, the toilet seat's a frustrating thing when you got to poop and it's peed all over. So that's just a very tangible thing. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of other things we didn't talk about, but I just mm-hmm. want to throw out the challenge to all the guys just to think about where are the ways you feel lazy that, that you don't want to do that one thing. And maybe that's a an aspect. Maybe it's etiquette related, maybe not. Maybe it's more generally just a charity issue that you mm-hmm. just want to work on. And if you think you do everything perfectly, go to those that you live with. If you live <laughs> with a bunch of guys or your wife and say, hey, what do I stink at? I yeah. promise you, you'll probably get a list of a few things. That's right. Oh, yeah. Just don't send the letter K in your next text, text <laughs> message, okay? One last okay. thing. You mentioned traffic. That's a great one. Do you let the person over that didn't merge in the right place or that kind of stuff? I Volume don't. of certain things. Are you talking really loud? Like these are, these are some things. You're at the airport and you got on FaceTime and everyone hears your conversation. I don't know. It's kind of annoying. So many Maybe practicals. Not, but so many ways to get better. Things to think about. Myself included. All right, guys. That's it on etiquette. Don't leave the toilet seat down and don't leave it up. That's it for the Man Catholic Podcast. We'll catch you next time. God bless. Yeah.